I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of Now or Nevers with Billy Nevers. I am so excited to be doing this. You don't understand. Um, I've wanted to do something like this for so long. So to have the opportunity to do it and to have made the leap and jump to start it, I am so, so, so excited. I and mean, I'm so happy that you guys are listening right now um, and are coming along this journey with me. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. It really means the world for tuning in. Um, this week on episode one, we were joined with the wonderful Courtney Bowman, star of Six the Musical. Everybody's talking about Jamie and one of my dear, 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 dear friends. Um, we speak about all things life. Uh, we speak about so many topics. We speak about race, identity. We speak about size inclusivity. We talk about her journey into the industry. And we also have a lot of laughs. Um, so I hope you enjoy today's episode. Um, and I hope you come back for some more Now or Nevers. Um, lots of love, and I hope you enjoy. Peace. Hello, Miss Courtney Bellman. Hello, darling Billy Nevers. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm, How are you today? I'm good, baby. How are you? Yeah, I am so good. So excited to be doing this. Honestly, I'm so excited to be doing the first ever episode woo, 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 woo. of Now or Nevers. How are you feeling to be the first guest? How does it feel? It's great. It's great, babe party time let's go like, you know me i would have kicked party off time. if it was someone else so you yeah know. i know i know which is why it was only right for me to ask you Correct. right i'm gonna start you off with a bit of pressure right oh. i've got a few guests lined up and i don't have a jingle for my podcast so i'm gonna ask you right now on the spot to create me a podcast jingle right what we need to include is we need to include now or nevers the title and we need to include Billy Nevers in the song, okay? So, um... And I can't copyright the song. And you can't co- you can't copyright. Damn so it. it's your own, own tune, own melody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't 
you know me, the best times I can't sing, so. Five, six, seven, eight, now, 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 time, now, now, Billy time, now. <laughs> I love it. Now, 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 time. Now, now, Billy time. Tambourines. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I like that. A bit of a. Yes, I like that. But we need to be like agony and. I like the end. Billy time. Billy time. Yeah. <laughs> but then like everyone doing harmonies. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, and then at the end, our favourite bit. <laughs> this episode is going to be one big laugh. I'm sorry, if we even say, I reckon we'll say about four words this whole time. It's just going to be a scream yeah, we're obviously and looking overlapping at each other laugh. On Zoom yeah. as well. So it's just God. like, oh Lord. I'm so happy that you're guest number one. I feel like you're the right person to start off the energy, to start off the vibe. The, me too, that we need on this, vi- on this vibe, on this podcast. Um, I mean, it's so awkward for us because, I mean, we never, I mean, it's not awkward, but I mean, it's so different for us to actually sit down and have a normal conversation. I mean, because I don't think we've ever had a normal conversation in our entire friendship. I genuinely friendship. don't think that we have at all. So it's always interrupted. Why don't we tell the people, why don't we tell the people how we are friends, how we met each other? Courtney and I are very good friends. Um, and we met, what, two years ago now? I was going to say, ago? you tell me, babe, because I don't know I, I, I don't really remember it's one i think it's one of those friendships where it's just sort of you just plopped into my life and yeah. suddenly there you and were and so many like you literally came as like a five out of five trip advisor recommendation and i was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not buying it because do you know what i genuinely right okay i'm gonna have to really think about it. i think it's bernie my best friend yeah. Bernadette Bangor and you did JCS with her at the Barbican. Oh, dropping yeah. dropping credits already. It's ooh, not even five minutes. Ooh, and um, yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, you love Billy!" Like, and there's someone that we went to drum school with, and you have like this, like the typecasting of him. You're tall, you're mixed, big afro, gorgeous singing voice, and and she's like, "You'd love him!" Like, literally. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it. Not gonna buy it." And then. Oh my god! I think I've cracked it. Right on the spot. Makes it sound like it's staged, but it's not. West End Bowling. Yes, we did the West End Bowling because Bernie was and like me and Bernie would do Facetimes and stuff like that, and I'd be me with the attitude normally as per, and you were like ah, in the background, and I was like, he thinks I'm funny. <laughs> He's gonna be a friend, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and then West End Bowling. You were like Courtney Bowman. And I'm pretty sure if I go back on Insta, typical, like my stories or something, how many years ago, whenever West End Bowling was, when I was in Jamie, so this is a long time ago. And um, yeah, there's a video, I'm pretty sure. Like, you know, you scroll through your stuff anyway. And it came up, it came up like a couple of months ago. And I think, and I'm like, oh my God, is that when I first met Billy? But it's one of those things like, you know, your people like uh, two minutes, two minutes, two years. You know your people. And then, and that's what. I'm, and then it yeah. was a very quick, a quick blossomed friendship. Um, yeah, no, and then remember, especially in this, well, not this year oh, actually, last yeah. year. Last year. I want to say thanks to House Party. You know. 
House Party did have a big part to play in it. I mean, you know, House Party was one of those things where you were speaking to anyone's cousin. It literally was like you were speaking <laughs> to everyone. Um, no, but we spent so but much time I on just, House Party. Yeah, we did, actually. Dangerously, we were on House Party. I, I just think, though, I think you were, like, genuinely, like, the first person that, like, added me. Like, we were first friends, and then, like, you were my... It was like me and you together, like hardcore, like being like hopping from room to room. We would go, right, let's go. Private chat, let's move. Let's Boom. move, let's, let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's go. No, that is, but there is a life before Billy Nevers and Courtney Bowman. There is Courtney Bowman before Billy Nevers. I know people might be surprised, but there was, Courtney <laughs> lived her life, you know, many years, Miss Grandma over here. She lived her life. Oi, I'm only six, <laughs> I'm six years older than you. Don't you sass me like this. No, I do feel... Well, actually, no, I'm nearly... No, I'm technically breaching the seven years older than you. No, you're not. You're the six years. You're the six years. Well, not, it's going to be seven for like a few months, isn't it? For about two months. For about two months, yes. Because it's my yes. birthday soon, everybody. Well, probably by the time this yeah. is up, it won't be. I'll be t- getting my pension by the time this is up. So. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, but there was a life before... Um, you know, our friendship and before, baggins. before mm. people knew who you were, before people, you know, you were in the public eye as such. So what was mm. little Courtney like? What was little Courtney what, like? What, Baba Courtney? Baba Courtney. Nightmare, really. Oh, um, fe- like, festival child, if people don't know what that is, like, um, dan- like I literally dance with my life. Think dance mums, but like, uh, I'd say like, less intense on the, Actually, no, probably not. On the bitchiness and the mum stuff. Like, because my mum was like, do it if you want to do it. I'm not bothered. Don't Mm -hmm. care. If you like it, I'll work hard so that I can afford for you to do this. Oh, shout out to Sonny B. What a babe. She's downstairs right now. Working, working right now. And I'm, yeah. Working mum. Whilst I'm back at, yeah, back at home, home. Anyway, though, um, yeah, just basically dance all my life. I'm going career-wise because basically I've worked my whole life to do what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, wish I could have just been really smart and gone, do you know what? I will do this computer or acting or whatever. But, oh, squeaky chair, can you hear that? <laughs> squeaky chair. Squeaky chair. Like, I was all fun and games and then mum decided to fall pregnant again and I was fuming about it. Like, oh, you're the younger sibling, aren't you? <laughs> so you're there like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. me. And then all the attention had to go to the twins. Oh. Nah, nah, I'm joking. I love them with my whole heart, but um. And then, what was your um, what was your move to London like? What was that shift like? From... Oh well, so I moved to Guildford when I was eighteen. Um, because mm. I uh went to Guildford School of Acting. Can't believe I completely forgot where I went. Um, after being, sorry for all the little, little for all the younger people out there, because obviously I'm apparently a grandma. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to some people and they want to pick drama schools I, I can't stress this enough you need to shop for your drama schools because I was like I want to go GSA because when I went to go see what so many shows that's all I could see which is great obviously great for the school um yeah so um I went to go for school of acting um moved there when I was 18 um kind of a massive shock um when we moved we had to move me in one car and I packed so many clothes that the the car was so... And shoes and like, oh, crap now when you really think about it. But you know me, it's still kind of like that anyway. So, but the car... <laughs> yeah. yeah, the car was so heavy. 
And mum was like, have you got everything? And I was like, yeah, got my shoes, got my clothes, got um, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what else I had to take. And there you're thinking, no, Courtney, what about your kitchen stuff? Uh-uh, uh-uh, little me, while I'm there, like, I'm telling you, car was full. Poor, the boys were, had to be babysat, like, like last minute, because mum was like, we're going to have to fill the car. What This is ridiculous. And it's like, what, a five-hour journey from where I am in, Link, in good old Lincolnshire to Guildford? And obviously, I think it's about, it probably was five, because mum was like, the car's heavy, and B, I, I've never been to this place before in my life. And, um... She was like, we got, we literally got to Guildford, and she was like, "Where's your kitchen stuff?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, she was like, are you joking?" She's like, "You don't need twenty five thousand pairs of shoes." And I was like, uh, like cried straight away because I was like, "I don't want you to go. I don't want it." And then uh, I met Bernie. Weirdly, oh, back to gosh. back to Bernie uh, because obviously on like, online you do your little. Oh, I'm in drama school. I'm yeah. in GSA. Blah blah blah. And um, I straight away, I awfully messaged, I was like, you look like me. You're the only girl in my year that really looks like me. Let's be best friends because you will completely understand me as a human. Like, and that, well, I was obviously made other friends, don't get me wrong. But like, I straight away was like, I know that you will be my person. I'm very adamant. <laughs> you will be my friend yeah. and you will love me, even though I'm a nightmare. Um, yeah, so I got there and I kind of met her straight away. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Like, I, I kind of, like, went, bye, mum. Like, you know how, like, the, when kids go to yeah. um, primary, not or for the first time, and, like, my mum remembered telling me, like, I just turned around, like, bye, love you. Like, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, and she, like, it kind of happened all over again. Bless her. Yeah. But, yeah, moving there kind of set me up for London, like, expenses and getting a job and all I that bet. pressure. But I still had a lot to learn at 18. But now I'm, like, on the flip side... I'm getting closer to 28 than I am to eight. <laughs> no, and um, yeah, no, I'm the, I'm like my mum, like absolutely no. I'm like, have you got this? Have you got that? Have you got that? Yeah. So. In terms of when you met uh, Bernie, hello Bernie, if you're listening, you better Hi, be B. listening because we're speaking about you a lot. Um, yeah. What was it like in terms of? Uh, you know, race representation in your town in Lincolnshire. Like, where? What was it like? Were you uh, <laughs> a part of? Uh, a population of uh, black or mixed uh, ethnicity people, or was it quite isolated in that sense at home? Well, well, actually, we're going to drop another name. Hello, Ben Terry. Billy's housemate. My beautiful housemate. My beautiful, Yay. beautiful housemate. Lovely Ben. You are listening and he's there like, it's been not even 15 minutes. They haven't <laughs> mentioned me. I know. I know what he's like. So. Yeah, I know. Can there you go. The Benjamin Terry. Ben Terry, Ben Terry, Ben Terry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Love you. He said like, ah. Right now, um, well, for when I was doing theatre in Boston, obviously, um, other people that we know left earlier, and I didn't, like, past didn't really cross until literally this year. Hello, Opie. And yeah. you're right, darling. But, like, it was literally just me and Ben, which. Of course. That speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is that in, in terms of, like, when you came and then you sort of found Bernie as such? Um, I think, you know, and from just hearing that story. Like, literally and, both of yeah. them, I was like, yeah, straight up, like... It must be such a, a liberating experience to move away from home, uh, from a place where, you know, you're only surrounded by three other people or whatever, to then mm-hmm. see people um, 
like Bernie and Lem and people that were, you know, on your course, but then again, still be. But you still, know, I'm here and I've listed what. I mean, even including myself. Actually, no, I'm not going to include myself. Four people. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's all, doesn't um, it? Lijon as well. Sorry, I should say Lijon as well. Like, I'm j- literally, that's five people, not even including myself. I didn't really, I wasn't really exposed to people of different colours, different races, different mixes, different, because I've got more Asian features. Like, people have told me before, and I've played an Asian girl. I play Fatima and Jamie and everything, but then like, I, I've gone and... Or, like, in my dance school and stuff, I've done Miss Saigon stuff because it's absolutely... Like, when you look back, it's actually awful. When people, people are like, oh, straighten your hair, you look like... You look Asian. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Like, now thinking back, I'm like, holy shit, like, that's actually yeah. terrible. Like, and, but it's happened before. But th- that even carried on into when I went into my professional... Like, when I first started off professionally. Now, my agent that I have now is not like that, but... Yeah, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna touch into that because it's not even worth my time. Um, and yeah, your time. we don't speak. We don't speak on her. But listen, here's the thing. Um, I think you know that is something that speaking to another person of mixed ethnicity, I think I'm quite aware of that feeling of um, people pushing you into places that aren't your um, that aren't your own culture, that aren't your own experience or your you know what your blood is they put you in those places because they feel like to them um they they associate you more with that than what they associate they um, themselves with um and you know i think that says a lot about who's running these systems and who is in charge of these places um because um the majority sees a difference and pushes them in every different place that there is which I think you know is such a dangerous dangerous thing to do to especially young people um it causes you know such a misunderstanding in themselves and an identity crisis and I um I think like you said that uh sort of goes into um professional life in this in the sense of um black and mixed people are you know are seen for everything that is of any sort of ethnic descent and i mean also it goes into that conversation of as a mixed person when am i too black when am i too white when am i too this when am i too that when do i not sing like this when do i not sing like that it's very much that conversation and i think it's deep rooted from those early stages of when your dance school make you do things like miss saigon where it's like like i think i genuinely think in like, because obviously back then, you, I'm here like, yeah, I want to sing, I still believe. I want to sing Yeah. Um, Last Night of the World. Like, cool, because I think they're beautiful songs and Miss Saigon is literally one of my top five musicals ever. Love it so, like, l- literally obsessed with it. But in the same show doing friggin' Sister Act. Yeah. Yeah, again, another top musical of mine. And yeah. I, I would be a lot more um, comfortable doing sister act 100% because I am like I am I am black I'm I'm mixed and it's you know it's always a struggle with us though because it's just one of those things isn't it with the, think, yeah and I think I can't even describe it like you know I think everyone's own 
they you can associate yourself with what you want to associate yourself with do you know what I mean and I think um I personally will associate myself you know I'm labeled by I think I mean really it comes down to I mean we've jumped right into a topic we've jumped right here Oi, into a topic. I know, right? but I think you know um through last year with everything that came up last year with you know the rise in the black lives matter movement and all those things i upon reflection realized that i was allowing society and in you know as um brutally and bluntly i was allowing a white society to decide what i labeled myself as um i truly should be able to decide what um i associate myself with um like i've said before my mum is a um a wonderful wonderful white woman who has brought me up to be you know um uh, the adult that I am um and same I think uh, yeah same with you and I think I'm never ever going to disassociate myself with that um but also when in terms of discrimination I'm black when you want to discriminate against me but then I'm not black enough when there's you know other things so I think in terms of those um those collective and universal feelings that all people that are not white have as a person of color i think you then associate yourself closer to being black than it is white it's easier for me to say i'm black and not get questioned than it is to say um i'm white and people be like are you okay um do you know what i mean yeah i'm i possess dominant black features i got big lips curly hair all of these amazing beautiful things that come with being black um but if I was to announce myself as white, it would be another story. A lot of mercy. But I yeah. think that just, like I said before, I think it's it's our own personal journey with your um with your race as a mixed person. I think it's mm. your you just you can say um you know some people I know a lot of people say I'm mixed race and I'm proud. A lot of people say I'm black. A lot of people, but I'm no not I'm not the person that is going to tell you what you can and can't define yourself as. On um on more of a positive light, let's yes, um let's hear the journey from GSA third year to industry profesh. How did that go? Lord, um, I'm not gonna lie. I genuinely think I'm really fortunate. I was basically in the final twelve for the Stephen Sondheim Society Student Performer of the Year Award, also known as Spotty. Name drop. I will never <laughs> say them. Spotty. Words. I will never say them words again. No, it's called Spotty, genuinely, because hello, Spotty. that was such a handful to mouthful to say. So whatever. Yeah. Um, I was in the final twelve for that uh, with Lauren Drew. Gonna drop so many names. I don't care. Um, that's when yeah. I first met her, and I knew Jesus Christ, I adore you. Um, later. And um, we had to sing one new song written by a new British uh, composer-writer. Um, and I did a song called The Driving Lesson uh, by Tim Connor. Fab. Great song. Like, patter, lol. Absolute lol. Um, and then uh, you do a Sundime song. And I did uh, Me and My Town from Anyone Can Whistle. And I did... Nice. Mate banger like uh, banging nice. show. it's like you're on acid but it's a like it's a show that i did in second the end of my second year and i played the part uh cora hoover hooper and um it was genuinely one of the it, it is the best show i've done end of it was so much fun absolutely crackers nice. don't know what the hell is going on but 
going to be selfish, I was the lead. I was having a good party time, uh, given it. <laughs> and, and it was comedy, and I loved the show anyway, like, apart from the fact that I did play the lead. Anyway. And, play the lead. And I was in with my best friends, so it's like me, Stephen, Michael, Jess, Veronica, Bernie. Like, there's the, the six that you obviously, is like, the group... We're all in it. So, like, we could all, we all sit and we always go on about it because it was the time of our lives. Like, we loved it because it was no stress. I feel like everyone, I feel like everyone has that mid-training show that that is, like, so good, so juicy, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, no matter what, even we did the industry shows, like, we did Our House, I played Billy, it was a scream, it was a whole year, but it would never top that. I don't know what it is, it would just never top that show. Anyway, so I did a song from that show. Um, and it was a week before showcase, so I was far concentrating on my showcase song and was like, yeah. oh, like, shit, I've not thought about this. Like, and this is a massive thing. I could win a grand and I could play off the overdraft, <laughs> um, which, <laughs> <laughs> which Sonia Bowman did anyway. Woohoo, thanks, mum. And <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm, it makes it sound like I'm a spoiled brat. I'm not, I'm still paying it off because. The, the debt keeps getting lower and the money doesn't go in as much. It doesn't go in. Good old Sonia, she's, she's got a patience of a saint. However, I need to build up that money back because... <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I need to really concentrate on this. And it was just like, them two were the only things happening in the world, apparently. It, it's not the end of the world, Sibo. Like, honestly. Um, oh, I think I was working a load as well because I needed to pay off this money. Like, <laughs> for my mum. Like, genuine, like... Um, working at Debenhams. Rest in peace. And... <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Debenhams. Bye, Debenhams. You'll be missed. Not. No, I'm joking. I'm dead at the Debenhams. Bye. Bye. The Debenhams. Rest in peace. That's how my old, girl, that's how old my I girl am. Said, rest in peace. My girl said, rest in peace, Debenhams. My girl said, rest in peace, Debenhams. I'm crying at that. I can't breathe with that. Rest in peace, Debenhams. Yes, bye. Well, literally, I've t- it's taken three to five working days to get the story out. It's not even that interesting. <laughs> oh my god so so yeah basically competition happens smash it i win it boom Rapid oh okay, okay yeah just, just gonna make it casual no 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 i it win was, it boom it no it genuinely was the best moment it was the best experience of my life like my best friends were in the audience my mum was there like and that to me is everything yeah Ooh! and um i was because i was last as well I'm very like it goes one way or another. You're there, like save the best till last. Not as in like I'm the best, but like you go like right. You need to give it that vibe of the I've last been, one's what you remember. The, um, last, the last one, is. the last one is what you remember. So I need to make this a performance to remember. And it was at the Novella Theatre, so it was like Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia set was all like packed away, and it was just a little bit of a, a piano and you, and you were like, I need to make I need to make this audience fall in love with me because now they're bored because yeah. like. Not they're not bored. So obviously, a lot of them love Sunday, but do you know what I mean like there's there's it was a lot of students in there, and like you get to that point where you're like, oh, when is the last one? Because I need to take, I need to have a wee, like I need to have yeah. an interval. Like you do get like that, and that's absolutely normal. Um, so please don't feel shame in that. And um, I was like, I need to whatever. And they were like, are you gonna start on stage? And I was like, no, I'm gonna walk on. And this character particularly, she's like full of herself. <laughs> so this is why it fits so nicely full of herself and comes on and she's like everyone hates me yes 
Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I like, give it, like, <laughs> whatever. And um, that's, that's why it's so funny. When I, walk, I walked on and, like, basically did, like, a little promenade around the stage and then started and was like, everyone hates me, you know? Or something. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and straight away I got a laugh and I went, there we go. Like, there we go. I've done it, whatever. And my mum my mum was like, obviously, mum's a bias, whatever. But, like, yeah. other people, like, coming up to me when I finished. And they were like, when you walked on, you won. Straight up. Like, um, wow. Julia McKenzie, who plays Miss Marple, Julia McKenzie, who plays Miss Marple, said the same. And I, like, and they're like, because uh, obviously she's, so, she's done so much for Sondheim as well that wow. um, they were like, it was um, like, because the competition was so, so strong my year, like absolutely ridiculous. Like Ellie, who uh, came second, she was insane. She did uh, Sunday in the Park with George. And obviously that's a comedy song, hilarious. Lauren Drew giving it Not a Day Goes By. Kirsty Ingram giving it, um, there won't oh, be trumpets. Kirstie. So it was like, they, and she she opened it. So I start, she started with Whistle and I ended it with Whistle, which is really nice. And um, the boys were absolutely incredible as well. Um, bloody, like, absolutely insane. Anyway, um, sorry, just shouting at all the women. All the women. Um, <laughs> yes. I am sorry. Shout them out. Shout, shout them shout out. Shout out to my girls. Um, yeah, they were like it was such a tough competition, and then she's like, "You walked on," and I and Julie was like, "I love whist. Anyone can whistle." Like the moment you came on, it was like you were Cora in that like pocket of three minutes, like. And I was like, wow. "Oh my god!" Like tears streaming everywhere, like, and it was great. And I'm gonna say it, I was the first girl to win from GSA um, and I was the first person of colour wow to yes. yes yes um, yes 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 so I'm gonna drop that and 10 years I was the 10th year that's all I've got to say wow okay which is great so I was the first person of colour to win it and I, I, I it probably sounds like I'm boasting but like I've got you've got it you've got a no that's the title that's you've the got title. to go there we go that is me like Madness, absolute madness. Yeah. Like, I was the first person. Proud, colour, yes. I think that was my, my most proud moment ever. But then, here we go. What three minutes later? So sorry. Um, <laughs> three, they, three minutes. Well, three minutes later, me telling that story. Come on, we did have a laugh in between as well. So shut your mouth. Three. Okay. So <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> um, <sighs> So during doing that, I met George Styles because yeah, I met him through that, and then I believe they wanted me in for half a sixpence for one of the roles. I'm to take not over from Charlie Stamp. No, as in like I was going to be doing the <laughs> I'm Chichester, joking. like the original I'm cast. Jo- I'm joking. I said to take I'm over. Sorry. I said to I take. Charlie Stimp and you went mm, no 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 just, uh, no, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what an idiot <laughs> That's well, me not listening because I'm talking. No, about no, 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 not that. No, not that. no I meant to fly. Um, and then the director of that was like, "Oh, do you want to come in for winning the willows?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, like whatever." They gave me a call. Um. The worst thing is the phone call happened. I literally walked in through the f- front door at home because I was like, I didn't get off for six months. I'm coming home uh, for 10 minutes. Like, literally, genuinely, they were like, can you come in tomorrow? <laughs> and I looked at my mum and went, fuck, right. I was like, right, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go learn this stuff and then I've got to go get a train home tonight. I literally walked in the door. Luckily, it was obviously like a £20 train, which is nothing. Um, yeah. 
for my journey anyway. Um, so then, yeah, mum had to take, take me back to beat like halfway through, halfway through the journey. So it's a bit of a quicker train. Bless her heart. Um, did the audition and they were like, um, if you could just quickly learn this song, like it was like dance around, acting around, German all in that day kind of thing. And then they were like, yeah, um, if you could learn this bit really quickly, then we'll give you a little bit of a bit part. Like, and so I had like graduated into the part of the horse, the tap dancing horse, mega lol. In between that, I had an audition for this show, little old show called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. And I was Everybody like, about and um, I was there like, what is this? Oh God, it's only 19 days in Sheffield, whatever, let's give it a go. Like, obviously when you're new in the business, you're like, let's go for anything and everything. Obviously it was just said before. And yeah. Um, yeah, I went in, did the whole thing and got Fatima before I did this horse malarkey. So I knew I was working in January, fe- January, January, February of 2017. But I needed that little work just after I um, graduated. So I got that, which is fab. And then dried up, completely dried up after Jamie. So it's only I finished in February. I spent my 21st birthday in Jamie. Actually, yeah, well, well, one of my... I spent three birthdays in Jamie. So that's how long I've been in the show. I was in the show. But yeah, 21st in Sheffield. And um, yeah, a couple of days after that was like, nothing's happening no auditions were coming through, which is completely normal. And, yeah, my mental health did not... Um, so she, she suffered. Little old brain, she suffered. Because it was like... Imagine being that, that high, like winning that competition. Showcase, I was like... Sung, listen, with my best friend, Bernie. Again, like, <laughs> she's... Hello, babe. Um, hope you're still listening. And, like, up, 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 and up. And then... Then drops. No everything's way. just everything's just and I think that's such a big thing about this industry, isn't it? That mm. uh things can happen like that so quickly. Ooh. I mean we're in a bloody global pandemic, like who would have fucking thought that this would come about? But Lord. um it's Ugh. you know, now we're on the topic of, you know, that mental health situation, I think. Um it's so important that uh we open up these conversations. Like, um I know we all struggled in the pandemic and I know me and you um you were with, you were here a lot of the time. Um, yeah. You and, were literally um, straight away, I was like, you're my, the moment we were allowed bubbles, wasn't it? Yeah. I literally went, I'm basically going to move in for a bit. And it was, straight do up. you know what? It was so, it was so good because at that point we were all sort of kind of, uh, it was May, June, July was such a hard three months in terms of we were, we'd been out of work for a few months now. Um, you know, the death of George Floyd really took its strike Oof. on everyone. Absolutely. Um, and um, do you know what, though? I found that time the most uh, difficult, but the most liberating. Like, we were out every other day, marching yeah. the streets. Um, you know, and I think that in itself repairs some of those demons in your head as such. But, I mean, let's talk about it. What... Um, that time could have become, if you put yourself in the wrong environment, that time can become quite uh, disruptive um, in terms of conversation and communication. I think that time could become very argumentative and aggressive and um, everyone was uh, butting heads, um, rightly so, over some things. Um, But I think, you know, 
it's another conversation on being mixed. And I mean, I've had many conversations with so many people now about how um, how that is now from that time or how I was experiencing that time. And I think, like I said before, I think what we really learned was that discrimination um, is a universal thing with all people mm. of color. So that's how we came in touch with it. But I mean, in terms of our, in terms of mental health, like, and the pandemic as such, what have you done or how have you coped in terms of, uh, you know, uh, keeping your mental health at a safe and smooth state? How has it yeah. been so? Um, so yeah, no, in all, yeah. is it like, not trying to be a lot but in all honesty like the first you know like the first few months of pandemic you were like lol i'm just gonna sit and watch tv in bed all day like i i yeah. that th- this um pandemic has made me realize that my mental health to a set like even probably to a certain extent now has never been top notch which is right okay which is okay um because now i've Mm, since hang on let me really have a thing since do you know what since the blonde happened made, made me realize okay right not, pause <laughs> pause pause <laughs> let's talk let's talk about no, 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 the thing the is blonde. no no do you know what the tea is though i've always done this so when i finished <laughs> When I finished, no, 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 not the blonde though. When I actually no, yeah, yo, yo, we're going back to when I was seventeen, right? You know, I broke up with someone that I was seeing, and I dyed my hair purple. <laughs> I dyed my hair purple, mega lols, and then um, obviously, I was like, oh, I need to, I want to go to drama school. I need to dye it back, so I dyed it back black. Um, it wasn't like bright, bright purple, like not. It was like that blacky purple where you're like, if the light hit right, good. That if... 2012, 13 kind of purple. All right then, just because you were fucking three <laughs> years old or something. Um... <laughs> um... <laughs> I hope you're going to censor out my swearing. I'm trying so oh, hard no. not to swear, this you is, know? No, this is a, this is a, this is a open environment, plus. honest environment. Mm. You can, uh, yeah, you can say whatever you like on here. Yeah. You can um, say whatever you like on here. Now or never, we don't, we don't filter or, anything. Now or fucking never! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> now or fucking never! Absolutely hilarious. Oh, should I add that in the song? Now or fucking never! Um. <laughs> never! <laughs> never! <laughs> <laughs> terrible please auto-tune that um yeah so um yeah so what w- i went purple and then uh when was my next crisis let me think when i finished because uh, like i straight up was like i need to have long curly black hair for drama school the whole time blah 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 uh don't touch yourself because you get wigged who cares if they really Literally. want you to have blonde like if they want you to have this hair wig that's what we did this time around, but we'll get to that in a minute, darlings. And because yeah. um, we haven't even mentioned that show yet, we'll get to that. Yeah, that little old show. And um, yes, yeah, so I cut my hair before I went into Jamie because I was wearing a hijab. So I was like, I don't care, um, whatever. Um, and then like I kind of let it kind of grow out a little bit. And then when Jay, oh, we didn't even finish the other topic. This is this is typical us, isn't it? So we'll intertwine them now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I was working for Harrods, I left my hair alone. Um, this is after the first Jamie, and then when we was like, "Lol, you're gonna get <laughs> lol, you get transferred," Woo. and um, 
moved in there and then I got a boyfriend after the Olivier's, lol, mega lol. And uh, then when we broke up, because it was quite an intense but short relationship, um, I went, huh, let's cut my hair literally to my shoulders because I know he doesn't like it when I have short hair. Because uh, well, that's what you do when you're absolutely psychopathic. Um, so, <laughs> so I did that and then I was like, oh, bird of a mistake, help me. Let that grow out again. And then the pandemic happened. Do, do, do. Left it's it. The pandemic. Like, oh, oh, Have you seen that girl? That girl. It's the pandemic. It's a pandemic. Very me. I love that. Um, sorry, in between all of these, I've randomly like gone, I want a fringe. So I just cut a fr- I do it all myself, by the way, everybody. I wouldn't recommend. Yeah. I mean, Three out of ten would not recommend. Okay, now we've got to talk about the infamous... We've got to talk about the infamous <laughs> blonde moments. So, yeah, my friend... My best friend, my housemate, Stephen, um, literally looked at me and was like, you'd look great, blonde. And this is like, I'm telling, lockdown one, when we thought we'd be going back after, like, what, a month or two. And I was like, can't be that. I'm in the show. Um, that's me. Lockdown one, apparently. And then... Um, and then it got to lockdown too. Yeah, he looked at me and I went, yeah, no, we're not doing it. It'll ruin my hair, blah, blah, blah. My mum will kill me. Um, and whatever, which she did. <laughs> FYI, plot twist, spoiler. She could have killed me with her bare hands when <laughs> she saw it. She was fuming. I've never seen my mum like that. I've seen the disappointed look many a time, obviously. <laughs> but... And it's only your hair change or whatever. And I was like, I, can I do, do not... I do not remember my reaction. I do not remember my reaction. I called you, didn't I? I was like, hello, darling. <laughs> and I think, I just think I was... You were like, what? Sh- and I'm such... Like, I'm a hair freak so- anyways. I'm a yeah. hair freak. I'm a hair freak. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm we, a hair freak. <laughs> we literally were just like... I just looked at Baby Stephen girl. and went, fuck it, let's do it. Let's go, babes. I'm bored. Really? Like, I'm bored now. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? That's like, when your mental health is to and fro in... Those kind of things happen. You make those reckless decisions. You're longing for some kind of change. Everyone was battling and everyone was, um, I think that was the first time everyone had sort of like been universally struggling, Mm. um, which I think is, you know, something so interesting. And I think, you know, I'm definitely going to do a full episode on mental health. um, Mm. And, um, but I think, you know, it's so good that we, you know, we touch on it like that, touching it with the fact of like, you know, it's something that everyone deals with. It's not a taboo subject anymore. No. And it's like, it, it's ever changing. It's ever changing. And the more we speak about it, the more it has less control over us and the less power it has. So I think, you know, even just to briefly touch on it, um, takes away a bit of its power and hopefully... Mm. You yeah, know, and, and people people cope with it completely differently. Hopefully you're mm-hmm. all laughing along because like with me, I'm like, I've got to laugh at myself because... There's no, there's no other way. Like the amount of times I've come in and gorge pink mascato, <laughs> yeah, like literally give me one and I'm Get there a like bottle of wine. a bottle of wine and I'm straight up got two bottles of wine. I've looked at you and I've gone, let's go, baby. Like when when we were doing all this and of like course. we laugh because the thing is that's the people cope with things differently. People cope with the pandemic differently. There's no what we would do. Wrong, there's so no wrong way. There's no right way. Just find what works for you. Sit on what the we sofa. Would do we would sit on my sofa, watch Search for L Woods. Watch Search for L Woods with a pink Moscato. End of. And a Caspers. And a Caspers. A Caspers. A Caspers. And, and, then, and then, a yeah, nah, literally, I need to start getting stocks in friggin' Deliveroo because honestly, the amount of money that same. I've Same, 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 same. And Uber Eats. Right. 
Here we go. I've got some uh, fan questions, some questions that I got given. Uh-uh. Um, I've got one from Colette Guitar, which I think is something specifically for you. Hello, oh, Colette Guitar. Hello, she, says, she says for me to say to you, what is it? What is that? Oh, that's too, sorry, that's too loud. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What See, is she that? said, literally, Colette, the memes and the videos. Have you seen that little ginger uh, um, Scottish girl? Yeah. That's On TikTok. What is that? Yeah. No, literally, my meme, 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 meme. But I, because I'm the meme queen, I send them all, well, you know, I send them all the time. I'm vids and TikToks. Like, mine and Billy activities are. What in the dark hours of two in the morning? Send each other TikTok (laughs) 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 all the time. Well, okay, so I've got a question here, which is good to go onto that topic of the show that has currently, you know, boosted you up to the Courtney Bowman that you are. Um, (laughs) Six underscore the underscore musical dot fan page says, "What was her reaction?" when she found out she got six. So what was that process like? What was that audition process like? And what was, uh, let's talk about the whole journey from your audition to like the first couple of weeks in the fandom, um, in the queendom, I should say. What was that like? <laughs> okay. Um, so the audition, I was in Jamie at the time. So the auditions were like 10 till six and then I had to be at warm up at six in. So it was in like ha- where Hamilton is, so Victoria, and then go into Shaftesbury Avenue from what five to six and expecting to be at warm up at six, even though I've been dancing all day and singing all day. That one, um, you know what it, you know what it's like. It's just part of the job, babes. Um, <clears throat> don't want complaining. Don't make a scene. And um, yeah, there were. It was long. I can't lie. Um, because they because it's the whole day and they they. It was just a long process because mentally we had to learn like even though i never used it had to learn the script as well so um obviously learn the opening chat which is like oh hi everybody we are six like blah 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 originally i was in for aragon berlin cleves no aragon berlin and par no aragon and berlin courtney bowman you're a liar so i was in for them too but i had to wait the whole day but you had to do it with the dean queen order and i had to do no way but i had to learn the whole script you know in the beginning bit when she's like yeah sorry in that moment i'm yet again trying not to die after six five six five six five and like the sweat is dripping in my eyes and i'm like help me um whatever and then i had to do not the whole of no way it was from uh, you got me down when you just tell me what i think and done wrong that bit yeah. um oh, singing gosh Ooh, and um <laughs> should have played arrogant uh no joking and um then berlin was the first verse and chorus and whatever but then Plot twist, had to do it in front of every person that was playing Berlin. Had to do it in front of every person that was playing Aragon. Right, okay. Which... And that's different. That's, which that's, that's is different. different. It was a massive learning experience because it's that thing where you want to be nice, but you also want to get the job. And that's the... You get that, like, vibe in when you're in a normal... Well, when I say normal, like a standard audition where, like, you sat in a room, you're like, <laughs> what are you doing? And, like, you're looking, they're looking through the sheet music and whatever or yeah. the script bit and like you, it felt so much more in, it was one of my favourite it is one of my favourite auditions actually like it was just so inclusive and it was so fab oh sorry that was second round but first round go in sing two songs oh, I sung No One and Irreplaceable Beyonce okay Alicia um, and Beyonce <laughs> yeah darling I can sing it's just I chose 
the world chooses not to let me say <laughs> um, <laughs> no and then from that beginning audition they went actually yeah let's have room for Aragon and Berlin cool and then and obviously at that time I was like I'm in for Aragon straight up I didn't I'm gonna be honest didn't give a shit about Berlin yeah. because I was like this isn't for me it's gonna be a tall thin white girl with raven hair million percent um, because that's um, ridiculous thought process from Courtney circa 2019. <laughs> An awful thought process from me. Never think that way about yourself. Always think that you can do anything. Um, because don't let your race or anything or your size stop you. Thank you. Just this is a PSA. Yeah. Um, in in between, just a commercial break. Um, because I've forgotten what happens. Um, and then we did like we did like a dance round as well. I can't remember what order exactly. And we did the no way dance break and then it was like cool the whole day like and obviously i had to wait for people to do all the seamos so you heard yeah like for so long and then you heard him um, and like all the cleaves like you heard everything but okay you like all, all the time different word, versions and you're like oh my god i'm actually like i could cry yeah. like hearing that bit again and again and again it does get annoying. I'm like, I do not feel sorry for people who have to do that for auditions at all. And they're like here in par. And then like they would come through and be like, okay. And then like they'd list names and they'd be like, right, you'll get a call, blah, 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 just like, for the next round and whatever. Anyway, next round. And then they're like, yo, you're also in for cleaves and for par. So I had to learn the par monologue and the cleaves monologue, even though none of them went into use, which makes me really sad. And then they were like, right, okay, XYZ, Courtney, Berlin. Uh, and you're going to do the opening chat. And obviously didn't do a lot. They're like, but you've got to stand in just exactly how it is in the show. Like, find your queen pose, find your whatever. And I was straight up was like, oh, do you want me to do Cleves? And like, no, Berlin. And I was like, right, cool. Like, you're not going to let me... Because re- Berlin doesn't really say anything. Mm, no, she does actually, that's a lie. I don't know why I'm showing off. That like, it's kind of led predominantly by, I think, like, Aragon and, like, Howard. Like, I can't even remember now. Why have I forgotten the show that I'm in? And I've done literally recently. Um, <laughs> but then they were like, right, okay, cool, take a break. Come through and we'll call people's names and call people through. I was one of them and they were like, um, can you just do Berlin for me one more time? And then the room, the panel got bigger and, like, Kenny Wax was there. Da, 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 da. And they're like, right, do the song, whatever. And, like, Kenny was looking at his phone at the time. Hopefully, won't mind me saying this, which is fine because it was just doing meetings, gorge, gorge, gorge. Like now, I know Kenny. I've, what I did was incredibly rude, and um, he was on his phone, and I literally took his phone out of his hand and threw it on the table, and I was like, "You are gonna listen to what I have to say. You've come in this room to see if I've got the job. So, yo, I'm gonna. I must sing to you as you should. I must." And you're going, listen, baby. Like, you've come in here for a reason. Like, my God. whatever. My God. Um, which is not, which is, Kenny was not being rude. Kenny was literally, Kenny's very like, he reads the room of other people. And if other people are laughing, he's into it. Like, my now girl I know, like, snatched cool. the phone. But back, my girl snatched the phone. But back, back then, I was like, hello, Mr. Producer, who is the only person who really, like, who was one of the says of me getting a job. I'm just going to steal the phone out of your hand and give it phone grab. Then I had to leave because I was like, yo, it's it's 5.58, I need to be in warm-up in two minutes and I've got to get across London in yeah. prime time. And I ran and nearly walked into, um, you know, the pillars in the audition room in yeah. Hamilton? Yes, 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 the yes, massive yes, 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 blocks of, of concrete. Yeah, nearly broke my nose on that, like, genuinely. And then I was like, oh, fucking hell, sorry. And then, like, they were like, yeah, when you kind of did that, we 
were like, yeah. Like, as in, like, that whole section of madness, they were like, yeah, Berlin. Wow. <laughs> and then they were like, we're waiting to hear if Millie's leaving. Um, and then they were like, yeah. Um, so I was doing... This is massive flex, and if people listen to everything I do or whatever, they know this story inside out. Um, my ex and Taryn and Stevenson, so it's Taryn Calendar and um, Stevenson, um, were watching me um, as pretty, and my phone um, had like seven missed calls from my agent and messages being like answer answer me answer me answer me i need you to answer me and i'm like yo mark it's a wednesday it's a matinee like chill your beans like love you but what is the matter i'm thinking oh my god are they got uh, asking me to do a like a run in run out audition but yeah and i called i was like hi what's the matter like babe i'm in a matinee like and i'm on for my cover that you know this like i was like love you but you know this and he was like oh, all right, then, your royal highness, like, you don't, like, you're too busy being uh, pretty pasha um, to tell me that you're going to be beheaded. And I was like, eh? And then I went, oh! <laughs> I, like, kind of, like, did it, and I'm stood in the shower room of the Apollo Theatre on the second floor, like, and I cried, and I went, um, by, uh noise, brought in my girls in my dressing room and... Um, the people that were on my floor and they just went oh my fucking god you've got it and I went like literally tears luckily I wasn't wearing any makeup I was on for pretty so thank god like not even one scrap of makeup was if it was fat and more, I'd be like oh for god's sake like foundation's expensive but I was like roaring and then the girls went Aah! but then the people from the floor below so it was like all the drags uh, Roy um, like, and then all the boys from the top floor all came to the middle section. So obviously you've been in the Apollo because your floor, yeah. your dressing room, you were in my old dressing room, wasn't you? No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, the for girls the roles. Were. Yeah, yeah, the girls. Oh, yeah. The, and um, the that middle, like that little like foyer section, I was stood in the middle and the whole, basically the whole of the cast were screaming at me. Leighton comes upstairs and he's like, guys what the fuck it like what the hell's happening and i just looked at him and went beheaded and that's when the whole like mine and layton's joke of beheaded started and he i like and everyone gave me massive hugs and like in between shows like people were bringing me like little like bringing me food and stuff because i was obviously like i need to tell every tom dick and harry that i've got this job and then obviously i got a text through being like oh my god you're amazing well done um like you're being really really great as pretty like i've never seen the show before love the show and i was like well you're gonna love six and that was the biggest flex being like bye see ya peace because yeah well i'm so saying good. my ex because we're falling out and he's, i'm not even gonna say his name <laughs> um <laughs> because i'm very cool as a person being like it's happened like we were together but like i don't want to lose friendships anyway let's not even get into that because that's I such a flex though that is such a flex and um, what a flex to have but yeah that's how i got the job <laughs> right question yes darling tell me what you think about me this is from jess batterson hello jess hi jess um do you think there is enough body representation and positivity in theater yeah, this is what this is what I was thinking, and I think it's a uh, no. Um, like, um, d- what grinds my gears, and I'm just gonna say it, 
just because you're big doesn't mean you have to make it the narrative of a show, Tracy Turnblad. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Prime, prime. Oh, and Motormouth. I'm just only using Hairspray and uh, thing as a reference because it's the first thing that came to my head. And big people, like every big bitch I know is absolutely hysterical looking in the mirror right now. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that they have to be the comic relief all the time. Big people deserve to be loved and... Des- like, as in, like, we, we oh are anyway. Oh, my gosh, yes. But we deserve to be... I'm going to say we loved and desired and used as much as as much as the next person do you know what i mean and there's so many musicals out there now there's so many musicals that um you know explore real life and tell real life stories so let's take waitress for example jenna tells a real story through her yeah through her life and through the musical um, and her weight is never spoken about. Same like her race, um, never spoken about. This could be, do you know what I, th- th- This can be played No, by- but tell me when you've seen a small, d- a big dawn. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. So wh- th- there's there's not... Or a curvier dawn. Let's be kind with our words. And let me tell you, I think, you know, when you put, and I say this about all the time, when you put a uh, bigger plus size actor or actress, person of colour in a role, it adds a different layer to the storyline. I've said I would love to see uh, a bigger Evan Hansen. I would love to see, oh. uh, you know... Yeah, because, a, because instead of just being gawky and awkward, like, because people get bullied for being big. Yeah, I mean, like, there's such a vision of what people should look like, and especially from someone that spends their all their jobs as a dancer in adverted commas as much as i hate yeah. that as a dancer i'm a I'm, I'm a bigger boy i am a bigger boy and um and that's all right to be a dancer mm-hmm. of a bigger build and you know through training through all of those things you fight those battles of trying to look like a dancer um and let me tell you i've got the danceability of a dancer but I don't have the physique of what you would present as a dancer so when it comes to those things um I've been lucky enough to feel like I um, am, you know, in spaces where I never thought I would be uh, to be doing those things as a bigger person. Um, But I never think um, that um, there's enough of it. There's never enough of it because I can never see myself with someone else, in someone else. I always think, shit, fuck, I'm the only one that's a little bit, you know... um, like, you know, even things like Jesus Christ Superstar, when we were doing Jesus Christ Superstar the first time round. And when I look back on pictures now, I'm like, I oh was my gosh, tiny. I was yeah, we, we've tiny. had this conversation, obviously. I we're... was tiny. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, fuck, I'm, I really struggle with my weight. I was like, I'm so uncomfortable with it. And then it gets to a point where I'm thinking, shit, I remember watching this show. All the boys were shredded and ripped and topless. And da, 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 da. I was thinking, how am I going to do this? And you put yourself in this pressure to to look a certain way or feel a certain way when I'm playing Jesus's damn disciple. I think in a nutshell, I think in a nutshell, it is like we're in an industry that is so accepting and so diverse and so inclusive. Now. But no, but this is what I'm saying. We're in I'm going to stress now. No, but not even now. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying we're in an mm. industry, we're in an industry that is so diverse, 
inclusive, accepting, but is still but is still <laughs> so flawed in its acceptance of people of different yeah. body shapes, different looks, disabilities, um, genders, races, or oh. everything. Is there's so many things that are missing, but we're apparently supposed to be flying the flag of being the most inclusive, accepting industry, which which really, really, really baffles me because um, I yeah. see uh, a handful of people that are flying the flag of different communities when really, why is it not all just everyone is, you know, surrounded by each other. It's so dispersed at this moment where you've got, you know, Rent at the Hope Mill. I have to shout out <gasps> that that was the most diverse company I've ever seen. Ever. But, but on the other hand, why am I so shocked that it was so diverse? Why am I praising that so much that it was so diverse? Why is that just not the norm? Why are we not just seeing those kind of companies all the time? And I think... um that is something that starts with you know we've we've we're fighting and speaking about the battle of race inclusion and and diversity in the in the industry there's so many new conversations about gender about size about so many things that are now coming in i think we're breaking it down one bit at a time um but to answer the question of do we think that there's enough there's not enough straight up no will, short answer we no sh- <laughs> we are on the way to getting more yeah, we've taken a nice few steps. We need to start taking leaps, in my opinion. From the corner, yeah. a five, six, seven, eight. Let's go. A five, six, seven, eight. Right, final section oh, of today's podcast. No! We are at... I know, I'm so sad. We've been chatting for ages. We've been chatting for yonks. Um, but we... Everyone's seen on my socials. If you don't follow me on the socials, if you've just found me on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're listening on... At the socials, it will all be in the descriptions. At Billy Luke Nevers on the Instagram, I post about on my Instagram all the time. Um, but um, th- we opened up uh, for an agony aunt section of today's <laughs> podcast, and this is going to be a running theme. So once you've heard the kind of things we want to discuss and we want to delve into, you best believe you better send yours in. They're always anonymous. If you want to send in an anonymous story, I want horror stories, hair horror stories, relationship horror stories. You know, school nights out, all those things. I said hair because Courtney was right in front of me, but. <laughs> But I want all those things to come through to my email, which is at nowornevers2021 at gmail.com. So send all your stories in. Make sure they're juicy because I'm not going to reply if they're not juicy. Right. So this week's, we opened it up on Instagram today. An anonymous person. (laughs) An anonymous person has said, oh, this is juicy. This is juicy. Okay. I don't even find my ex attractive anymore and I hate them, but I still can't get over them. I don't know what to do and I don't know what is wrong with me. Have we been in this position before? Have you been in this position before? Have you found your yeah, ex? It, yeah, yeah, like genuinely, um, the particular ex I was talking about, um, mm-hmm. it took me so long to talk about him without crying. So silly. Um we were only together for like five months, but it was it was genuinely so intense. It was horrendously when you really look back, it was horrendously intense, and we were mm, quite young and naive. And he dumped me by text, and dumped me by text, you dickhead. You dumped me, me by, by text. text. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do this to me. Oh my god, guys, watch Love Island, best bit. Best bits, Love Island, season two, so good. You dumped me by text, you dickhead. Oh my god, we love it. Honestly, we love people who are tragic um but yeah no it did that and i could not get over that for a long time i think that's and the i tried same with many a method 
I think there's always that certain X isn't there where there's so Ooh. much baggage with it. I mean, sometimes you get sent potatoes and stuff. Listen, guys, I've been <laughs> sent a potato. No, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that now. <laughs> I um, got I- sent, listen, guys, I got sent by an ex of mine a potato. I was there. I was there. A, that was the a, first day I moved in. <laughs> a I potato. <laughs> Someone sent me... Someone sent me a damn potato. I don't know whether this was a joke, it was meant to be funny, if it was meant to be cute or whatever. I got sent a potato. Um, Interesting. So I think that kind of, you know, that's when you sort of, you think, <laughs> what is, this is what I mean. There's those X's that you have so much sort of, there's so many interesting things that happen in the potato. I just thought I'd have to get that in there. That's sort of nothing to do with this conversation. But I knew Courtney would find the potato so funny. There was a potato. I know that she hated me because me and Billy were friends and people just don't, like some people just don't understand relationships as in like um, friendships. And people, yeah. just, people just think if I'm, if I've got, of a chin and Billy's got a peen that we can't be friends. Like people just don't, yeah. People, and she was one yeah. of them. And it's shout out, babe. So yeah, what do we think? What do we think? What what's the advice we can give? I'm just trying to think of. I'm trying to think of different methods that I've, I'm I'm sure that I've heard like um, people have done before. Like, I haven't done this before. Um, because you know you're in the shower and you're there like I'm gonna I'm gonna find shut your mouth like your hair's shit and your attitude's awful. You don't be my text. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you do that thing where you're in the shower and you just do that. Do that and make... Like, even if you want to be like... Hi, blank. This is what I want to say to you. You're awful. Your breath stink. Yeah, uh, tell them. <laughs> you think your shit smells like roses. It doesn't. Like, or whatever. Like, just list um, all the things that like you like don't like. Or even do things that... And then maybe if you want to make it positive, if it's not a really positive subject, but like, and whatever, and then give it, not sacrifice, but give it like ritual. Be like, right, I'm going to go in the garden, burn, burn it, rip or rip it up, shred it. Rip it up. Uh, do whatever, but make sure you're doing it in a safe environment if you're going to use fire. Um, yeah, listen, but listen, they're an X for a reason. They're yeah. X for a reason. And you so, don't need closure. The closure that you have is them just going and not yeah, giving you, know, you an explanation. That's the closure for you. You go, right, that's X it. For, they X for just, a reason. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're not there anymore for a reason. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Know your worth. And don't try and be yourself. friends with them. I've made that mistake. Yeah, no, none of that business. But you know all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but guys, yeah, send them in. Send in some more stuff for us to discuss, for me to discuss with my next guest on my next podcast. Um, now or nevers twenty twenty one at gmail dot com. Now or nevers twenty twenty one at gmail dot com. Yeah, send them in. <laughs> right, guys. Um, that's it. Thank you so much, Courtney, for joining. Yo, um, what a joy. I'm it's coming been, back again. I don't care yeah, what anyone come, says. You'll come back again. You'll come back again. Um, and we'll do, um, you know, I want to eventually do a big podcast when I can really, you know, when we can have people in the same room. Um, I want a big kind of group one at Lord. some point. Um, but thank you so much. We've discussed so much, so many interesting things. Yay. And um, you've been the best first guest I could have wished for. Um so everyone go follow Courtney Bowman on all her socials. Um, her socials are on Instagram. Do you want to shout them out, Courtney? Courtney Bowman underscore. Courtney Bowman underscore. Check her out on Twitter, at Courtney Bowman, I'm guessing. No, Bowman Courtney underscore. 
Oh, <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Instagram, Courtney Bowman underscore. Twitter, Bowman Courtney underscore. Um, and follow her. She's amazing. Um, you probably all follow her anyways, but she's <laughs> an absolute gem. Um, go <laughs> see her in six when they reopen as Anne Boleyn. Um, and uh, yeah, lots of love, guys. Thank you so much, Courtney. Um, Thank you. Peace and love. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.